You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I'm also the founder of Whole9Sports.com where you can find all of my written work. Today, it's the Linebackers episode. Before we get started though, just a quick reminder to follow Locked On Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Today is my last day. Uh, before I'm back for vacation, so I'll see you all Monday and get back to whatever news I missed this week. But also, don't forget that there is only one place to get all the info you need on the SEC five days a week, and that's Locked On SEC with Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Follow the Locked On SEC podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You know how it goes when we talk about these positional breakdowns. We're starting off with the linebackers past, so linebackers from last year and my goodness all right uh this is probably going to be a quicker episode just because i do not want to talk about these linebackers oh man it's been rough or at least from last year it's been rough quicker segment probably uh ventrell miller was kind of the lone bright spot in a group that largely struggled for the remainder of the year uh miller was you know the leader of the defense the tone setter with his physical style and his big hits but the gators lacked a true um impact player that could kind of take over games in both run defense and pass coverage ventro miller could do it in run defense but he was a legitimate liability in pass coverage and that was a huge issue for us uh james houston and amari bernie both struggled big time and just couldn't find any sense of consistency uh, Mohamed Diabate showed signs, uh, but he also overall just lacked consistency as the main thing. Like that's that's a big point with the linebackers from 2020. They lacked consistency throughout, and that was a huge issue. Uh, Diabate played uh, like off ball edge. He he's one of the more versatile linebackers that we have, if not the most versatile linebacker that we have. We saw him play a lot more of an edge role in 2019. Last year, he moved kind of to kind of to the will or the money linebacker where he was off ball a lot, and he was supposed to be that pass coverage uh, specialist, I guess. But Ventro Miller and Mohamed Diabati led the team in tackles last year. Amari Bernie was fourth on the team in tackles. And luckily, um, is it luckily? I, I, I genuinely don't know if, if luckily is the right word because... What I'm trying to say is that there wasn't too much turnover from last year, only losing James Houston and Josiah Pierre. Uh, so the units returning their starters and Ventro Miller and Diabate Bernie's another guy that's probably going to see significant snaps, but I wouldn't really call him a starter. Um, so we're returning most of the starters and most of the unit in general, but I don't know if that's... I, 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 I'm sorry, I, I genuinely don't know if that's a good thing or not um just because yeah there there's there they were so horribly inconsistent last year that it's like is, is it a good thing to bring back the same guys and i don't know um 
you know, like people have kind of fallen in love with Ventrell Miller's tape from last year, which is, which is like what mind-boggling to me. Uh, I know a lot of Gators fans are like, oh, it's a first-round linebacker, and it's like, not if you look at his coverage. Uh, that's very much not a first-round linebacker. Uh, just last year was, yeah, last year was rough for the linebackers. Like specifically talking about Ventrell Miller because he's the guy that we like to think about when we think of these Florida Gators linebacking core. Um, he was just so, so wildly inconsistent. He was oftentimes, uh, his, I don't want to say like lack of time, like his like mental lapses in coverage would often lead to plays that should not have happened. Um, and that, that bit us in the rear more often than you would have liked for it to happen. Um, but then you look at like the Will linebacker, who's supposed to be a very good coverage linebacker, and that was Amari Bernie for pretty much the first half of the year, and then Mohamed Diabati, and like neither of them found consistent success in pass coverage either, so it left a lot to be desired. And granted, like I know earlier this week was a linebacker, was the uh, D-line episode, and like I said, the D-line, I wanted more from them. I feel like they didn't produce enough. That remains to be the case when talking about linebackers. Is like they could have used more help from this defensive line. They could have used more help from the secondary. But they were asked to do their jobs, and they could not uh, successfully do their job on a more consistent basis. And that's that's completely unacceptable as it was last year. It's completely unacceptable if it were to happen again this year and yeah like i said like the great thing is that there's not much turnover but the bad thing is that this team or this unit wasn't good to begin with last year so if there's not much turnover we're just bringing back more guys that struggled to find any sense of consistency or success over a extended period of time and that's not gonna fly this year like we need the defense to step up think the gators have a shot at the natty this year if you're confident, Bet Online currently has plus 2,800 odds, and I'm just saying, I'm going to take them. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. With real time updated odds and props on almost, <clears throat> you know, it's coming, anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's 100% free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use promo code Locked On. That is L-O-C-K-E-D, no space O-N for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Looking at the linebackers of present. Uh, Ventro Miller, likely to be the starting Mike linebacker again. Or, oh, I don't know why I said likely. Like, Ventro Miller's going to be the starting Mike linebacker again. Like He was good enough to say, all right, we'll give him another go at the very least. Uh, hopefully, he's improved in coverage because, like I mentioned in the last segment, that was easily his biggest downfall. Like, run defense, I think he's very talented. But that's not what – like, NFL teams don't draft you usually for your run defense. Like, they want a guy that can – be versatile like stop the run and play in pass coverage maybe even rush the passer a little bit but that's usually not a necessity um Mohamed Diabate freak athlete like freak with a capital freak <laughs> uh he's hopefully going to this uh, he's my choice for the starting will linebacker this year uh um again 
he was wildly inconsistent as well, at least in my opinion. But I'd like to continue. I'd like to continue seeing him line up uh, primarily off ball. But I would want to see him also get more pass rush reps in, um, just further creating havoc for offenses. And like, here's just an idea that I have. Um, I would like to see him play Buck every now and then. And just move the whole D line in a little bit, and be, and just run it very light possession wise, and have Debate rushing at the edge, and maybe put Amari Bernie or Derek Wingo or Tyron Hopper over Edward Dewan Black, Chief Borders, put some of them at will, and let Debate kind of continue being a versatile chess piece for this defense to use. Because we talk about guys like Jeremiah Moon as versatile chess pieces, but Debate's been more consistent and more productive with it. So I would kind of prefer that it be him that's that guy that kind of moves around a lot. And like I, I just brought him up. Amari Bernie is probably going to be chomping at the bit in case Diabati's unable to really hold on to the starting role this year. Uh, and I also brought up Derek Wingo and Tyron Hopper. Like they're both very, very athletic linebackers that, I mean, last year I know fans on Twitter were chomping at the bit to have Derek Wingo and Tyron Hopper play but like simply put they were not ready as athletic as they are they were not ready but this year with another offseason and another camp in the books they could challenge for some significant snaps along the way but it's also hugely important to note that this linebacker room got much more talented throughout this offseason because you've got um, the high incoming high school fresh or now college freshman high school senior um, Chief Borders is now a Florida Gator and after what feels like an eternity of waiting for him to become a Florida Gator Dewan Black is in Gainesville and my goodness it is just it is so cool to have Dewan Black here because he's someone that like I've, I've followed him for a while on Twitter, and by for a while, I mean, like, even, like, a year or two before he even committed to Florida. Like, he's he's someone, like, I can tell throughout just, like, seeing him. He seems like a very genuine person, and, like, we all know he's worked his beep off to get here and to get to where he is today. So, like, I want to see him play. Uh, he's likely going to see snaps along the way, but, like, the thing is, we don't know where he's going to see snaps. Like, Dewan Black is so versatile and so athletic, where it's like, is he going to play Mike, uh, Will, or Money, whatever you want to call it? Um, is he going to play a few snaps at Buck? Is he going to play Star for a little bit? Like, when you have a player that's as athletic and as versatile as Dewan Black is, anything could happen. Like, and that's the thing with so many of these linebackers that we have a lot of athletic linebackers on the roster right now. And it's kind of like, who's going to step up? I think personally, we'll see Ventro Miller and Diabate as the main starters. I think that's kind of the expectation at this point, not just me being like, that's who should be. I think at this point, those are kind of the guys we expect to see. I think Amari Bernie might be, you know, uh, falling off a little bit. I, I do think that he's uh, still... I guess still chasing a starting spot, but we have a lot of talented young guys, and like Derek Wingo and Tyron Hopper now have experience in this system where, sure, Chief Borders and Dewan Black, you can say, don't have the experience to justify giving them significant snaps, uh, but Wingo and Hopper, they do. So if Amari Bernie, you know, uh, slacks a little bit, 
it could be over for him. Like he could fall down behind these younger players and honestly, it is what it is at that point. Like I'm not going to stress about it. Uh I I actually might have talked myself into it a little bit. Um but I'm I'm more excited about the linebacker group now than I was at the start of this episode just because like we have a lot of guys that could be playmakers and like it, it's exciting to see if they can uh if they can make it happen i, I don't want to say they can i don't want to say they can't but it's, it, it'll be exciting to see if they can do it uh in the last segment of course i mentioned Derek wingo tyron hopper chief borders and dewan black they're all guys that i mentioned during the last segment that aren't starters this year probably won't see a ton of snaps this year um and by not see a ton i mean they'll probably see less than less than a third of the defensive snaps um but i think that for next year and beyond we're looking at guys that could be big 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 time difference makers in gainesville like specifically let's start with dewan black uh Next year, I would expect for him to be the uh, Will or Money linebacker, and with Derek Wingo or maybe Chief Borders starting at the Mike spot. Uh, that that like that would be really. I must I must drop the F bomb. <laughs> that would be really cool to see. Uh, Chief Borders, someone that I spoke extensively about a few months ago now oh my gosh i've been doing this for a few months now my lord um but when looking at the incoming recruiting class that are now the 2021 freshmen for the florida gators uh i i loved everything i saw from chief borders i'm still very excited to see him play in gainesville and that he is a gator like that's awesome to me uh but another name that we'll see maybe as the starting mic in 2022 and i mean as early as 2022 is incoming 2022 recruit shamar james uh shamar james if you don't know recruit uh committed to the gators on i believe it was june 20th ish around that like late late mid mid late june um and he's from alabama and if you look at 24 7 a lot of people, and by a lot, I mean literally 100% of the people that made predictions, were confident that Shamar James was going to join the Alabama Crimson Tide, and then he shocked the world of college football recruiting <laughs> by picking the Florida Gators over Bama, which again was very unexpected, but it was the right choice, Shamar. Good job. Proud of you. Like, you're going to be a star. No doubt about it. Um, Shamar's a big-time playmaker. Like, he played running back. He played wide receiver. And he played, of course, on the defensive side of the ball. He also played basketball. He was a track athlete. Like, he knows how to move. He knows how to work and operate. And I am just so beyond excited to get him to Gainesville and get him into this system and get him used to the rest of these guys and get him paired with the rest of these guys because like the future at linebacker in Gainesville is possibly very bright and I say possibly because we have a lot of guys with a lot of potential but we don't know if any of them will work out 
But we've got guys like Dewan Black, Chief Borders, Shamar James, Derek Wingo, Tyron Hopper. Like they're all, every single one of them are very, very athletic. Like just from those five guys alone, there is so much athleticism, so much raw talent, so much, um, so much potential that if they can develop mentally, they'll be freaks. Like they'll be just madmen running around like like chickens with their heads cut off, like they got their hair on fire, whatever analogy you want to use for it. If they can develop mentally, they're going to be monstrous, especially as a unit. And if they can continue to develop physically in terms of beating blocks better, in terms of developing pass rush uh, repertoires, I guess, um, as versatile guys, in terms of having, like, we could see Chief Borders, um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to just throw out the, like, we could see, like, Chief Borders at Mike, Shamar James at Will, Dewan Black at the Star or the Buck. We can see uh, Shamar James slide down to Buck, Chief Borders. Or actually, we could see Dewan Black play Buck. Uh, Chief Borders at Mike, Shamar James at Will, Derek Wingo at Star, or Tyron Hopper at Star. Like, sure, they might be a little um, outquicked, I guess. <laughs> They'd be a little slower than the other guys, but like, they, they, it's just the possibilities are endless, with, especially with, at that point, the coverages and the fronts that you can show and disguise, just having that front seven that we would have, or front six, whatever, as just the possibility of like who's coming at me, who's in coverage, who's doing what, could give opposing quarterbacks absolute fits. Like, if this team can develop to the extent that we hope they can and to the level that we hope they can specifically at linebacker because like we've got the secondary guys coming in which we'll talk about next week we've got the defensive line guys coming in like we've got a lot of high caliber prospects coming in specifically on the defensive side of the ball so if the linebackers can put it together and hold it together and not be the um what would the term be i guess if the linebackers can not be the achilles heel of this defense and the Achilles heel of this team, sheesh, they will be a problem in the SEC. Like, they have so much potential. And honestly, I, like, mentioned it last time. We're like, I might have talked myself into this linebacking group. Like, yeah, I've talked myself into this linebacking group. Like, I, I just love what they're doing in Gainesville, specifically recruiting-wise and developing-wise. Is like, that's why, like, we are a team that we develop our guys. We we make the most out of what they can do. So bringing in higher caliber recruits that we know we can develop just makes this team so much more lethal. But that about does it for today's episode of Locked On. Gators, join me Monday as I'll be back from vacation and since I've been gone for a week, and who knows what has happened, uh, I'm not going to commit to a topic, uh, but I can promise you, you won't regret it. Once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole Nine Sports. This is a W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports. Be sure to check out Lockdown Pokes. 
hosted by Linda Godfrey, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Linda is a new host with the Lockdown Podcast Network, and she has been absolutely killing the coverage for Oklahoma State. And betting on the Gators doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team's favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.